Hello, everybody, and welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Network. My name is Jeff Bradbury. Thank you so much for joining us today and making TeacherCast your home for professional development. This is TeacherCast podcast episode number 187. Today, we're going to be talking all about the many ways that you guys can bring American history into your classroom through the art of musical theater. We have two great guests coming on today from the Gilder Lerman Institute to talk all about a partnership that they have with the musical Hamilton and how you and your students can be a part of an amazing, amazing experience. But before we get to our main topic today, I wanna remind you guys there's several great things happening as we go into our second marking period here on TeacherCast. You can of course check out all the great things about how to make a podcast, set up a podcast, host the podcast, and do everything with audio and video in your classrooms over at educationalpodcasting.today. Learn how to make a podcast. Learn how you can set up a great-looking website over at educationalpodcasting.today. And, of course, if you're a technology integration specialist, we have our askthetechcoach.com brand, where we have our Monday podcast helping you be the best tech coach that you can be. Check that out over on askthetechcoach.com. There's a lot of great stuff happening over on TeacherCast. Want to bring on our show today, Miss Sasha Roland Pereira. Sasha, how are you today? Welcome to the show. Hi, I'm good. How are you? I am so happy to have you on the show today. You are the director of the Hamilton Education Program. Um, I am so looking forward to learning a little bit more about this. But uh, before we get into all the nitty gritty stuff, tell us a little bit about yourself and tell us a little bit about the Gilder Lerman Institute. Um, sure. So my name is Sasha Rolone Pereira, um, and I've been at the Gilder Lerman Institute of American History overseeing educational programs for more than a decade, working really closely with teachers and students across the country and abroad. Um, I have been lucky enough to be the director of the Hamilton Education Program, um, which is currently in its third year um, and has reached more than 100,000 students. Um, and I would say that I have the fortunate job of giving back to communities like the one where I grew up in um, and making an opportunity like Hamilton available to students like um, like a student like in a school where I went to when I was growing up. That is awesome. I'm, I'm so looking forward to hearing how we can get to 100,000 students. That is amazing. Uh, but first, I want to bring on somebody who is no stranger to education. He was the teacher history of the National History Teacher of the Year in 2009 and the Utah State Teacher of the Year in 2001. He's currently the Director of Education for the Gilder Lerman Institute of American History. Tim Bailey, how are you today? Welcome to the show. I'm great. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for joining us today. Tell us a little bit about some of the great things happening these days at the Gilder Lerman Institute of American History. Well, undoubtedly, everybody, I mean, the big reason that uh, we're talking is because of the Hamilton Education Program. Um, it's certainly something that is a, uh, you know, a bellwether for the Institute and has uh, gotten our name out there a lot more than we had before. But the Gilder Lerman Institute has been around for 25 years and has been doing great work in history education with uh, K-12 um, educators for, for a quarter of a century. Uh, we have many different programs besides uh, Hamilton, but uh, it is certainly Hamilton that has got our, our name on the marquee right now. Now talk to us a little bit about this program here. And obviously people know Hamilton is a fantastic musical and, and, and I will say an amazing soundtrack also. And, and what exactly is the Gilder Lerman Institute of American History doing with Hamilton the musical? Tim, what can we find out and how do we find out about it? 
Well, you can go to our website for one thing. Uh, we have a, a, a page dedicated to the Hamilton program uh, that will give uh, anybody that, that wants to come to our website information about the program, uh, who we're working with, uh, what, we're, uh, what we're doing, as well as additional resources on Hamilton and the founding era that uh, we offer through the website. Um, and then uh, the, you know, um, looking into uh, the program as far as um, there's a lot of uh, media out there actually uh, talking about what we've been doing with different cities across the country. Um, we've been in, I don't know, Sasha, how many cities we've been in so far? Um, we've been in more than a dozen cities. Yeah, and uh, you know, this program started in New York, and it's still in New York. Um, and uh, and we do um, we do shows with uh, students all over the tri-state area, uh, working. Uh, you know, uh, many times it what we do. How many New York City shows do we have this year? We've we got. have ten. Yeah, we yeah. have 10 New York City shows and three yeah. Chicago shows. Right. So, I mean, so the program, I mean, it's been like Sasha said, we've been around for three years now. And so there's quite a bit out there actually been written about the program. Um, and so, if you know, people are interested, like I say, first on our website, second, you know, Google us. <laughs> it's out there. And there's, a, there's a, you know, you can, you can even find um, student performances and stuff online that uh, you can take a look at and see what, you know, see what we've been up to. So as Tim said, you can go over to gilderlerman.org and find out all the great information about the Hamilton Education Program. Talk to us a little bit about what we can expect. Is this students just simply going to a Broadway show or is it so much more than just that? Yeah, you know, it's it, interesting. Yeah, go ahead, Sasha. Oh, I was going to say it is, it is so much more than that. It is at its culmination, a day-long event for the students and teachers who participate, um, but it begins with a lot of dedication and work on the part of the teachers who are participating in the program. The program is for Title I eligible schools, so schools that have large percentages of students that are on free and reduced lunch. Um, and the teachers um, agree to implement a curriculum in their classroom. Um, and they, you know, in the classroom, what they do is they really do a mini version of what Lin-Manuel Miranda did when he was creating Hamilton. And they create their own um, creative pieces based on primary sources using a curriculum that Tim um, developed with the team at the Gilder Lerman Institute, with the Miranda family, and with Hamilton's production team. Um, and the students um, work on creating these creative pieces, and they submit them all to the Gilder Lerman Institute, sort of as their payment to go to Hamilton. Um, so the schools, uh, all the students who complete their projects attend a day-long program at the theater. And it begins with those students performing on stage the pieces that they created themselves in the classroom, um, which is really the most amazing um, moment in the theater the entire day. Um, it's followed by a Q&A with selected members of the cast. And then um, a quick lunch break. And then when the students come back, they get to see Hamilton the musical. And that is sort of the culmination of what is a month and a half process for schools who participate in the program. That is a, a amazing experience, an amazing day. Who do you usually work with in the school districts? Is it the social studies department? Is it the drama department? Who gets involved with this? Um, yeah, it is. Um, 
it is usually a very, the curriculum um, Tim developed is an interdisciplinary curriculum. Um, and, but it is usually led by the social studies department and then um, other departments are usually supplementing the work in the classroom. Nice. Now, with everything going on with Hamilton, you said it was, you know, three years in the making that you guys have been doing this. What has been your successes, Tim? What's what's the thing that drives this program to be as successful as it is? Well, I think it starts with uh, the students. I mean, the, um, you know, oftentimes in education, we we um, we unintentionally or intentionally put caps on students' creativity. And what this program does is it, it pulls the lid off that. And so um, by giving students a template through the program of, and guidelines, um, but yet letting the students uh, have their, their chance to let their creative juices flow, um, you know, like Sasha said, what we're doing is we're recreating the process that Lin-Manuel Miranda went through. I mean, he came up with this um, miraculous uh, production, but he did it inside the boundaries of telling the story of Alexander Hamilton and this this uh, this slice of the founding era. So his use of primary source documents is the grounding of, of our program as well. And uh, when the students put together their pieces, they're building it on uh, on a template that uses primary sources. Uh, one of the tasks the students have to complete during this, uh, this process, um, as uh, Sasha alluded to, it's a rigorous academic process these students go through. And part of that process is analyzing um, primary sources from the founding era. One is uh, a document by Samuel Seabury, an argument on why colonists uh, should be loyal to the king and then another piece that Alexander Hamilton wrote, which is a refutation of that uh, argument that Seabury makes. And those two documents are what um, Lin-Manuel Miranda used to create the, the, uh, the song Farmer Refuted. What we have the students do is analyze those documents for their actual historical content and the, the arguments that those two authors are making and compare that to the lyrics that Lin-Manuel Miranda wrote and have them uh, create the case although Lin-Manuel Miranda does not use all the same words in those documents, is the argument that he puts forward in that song the same as the, the, uh, those primary source documents that the students have analyzed. And so we, we create that, that, um, that tension for the students between artistic license and historical accuracy. And um, then we have them struggle with that with their own pieces. You know, you're gonna take a piece, uh, let's say that you're looking at something Abigail Adams wrote, and how do you take that and put that into a rap uh, to make it entertaining and lyrical, but yet still maintain the integrity of what uh, she was trying to put across. So um, I think that all of those things make this program uh, particularly compelling for students. So Tim, I love the fact that this is all built off of these authentic learning experiences for the students that combine real world um, activities, but also connects it to the events of the past. When we're looking at applying for this, uh, this program, are you focusing just on high school students or what age can we apply for with our students? High school only. Um, the, uh, when we originally started the program and we were working with the Hamilton Show as well as the Rockefeller Foundation, we were building out what will this be, program be and who should it be for. Um, the feeling was that this is, this is most appropriate for high school age students um, as well as, uh, you know, like Sasha said, giving that opportunity to Title I students who may never have had this kind of opportunity in the past. 
Nice. And as far as the lasting in, in impressions of the program here, where do you see this going? I mean, Hamilton is obviously spreading and, and is, is huge. Where mm -hmm. do you want to see the Hamilton program in the future? Um, you know, for the foreseeable future, we don't see it going anywhere but up. Um, you know, even, I mean, just current plans are that over the next two years, counting the, the ones that we've already put in, we'll, we'll reach about a quarter million students in this country. Uh, that's pretty remarkable. And so, um, and after that, who knows? But uh, there currently are no plans to uh, have uh, Hamilton the show and the Hamilton education program with Gilbert Lerman part ways. You know, I, I love the fact that this is nationwide. It's not just Broadway. If you look at all the cities here, you got Boston, Charlotte, Chicago, Dallas, Detroit, uh, Washington, D.C., Fort Lauderdale, Hartford, Minneapolis, New Orleans, New York, Pittsburgh, San Francisco, and Tampa. You really have covered the, 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 the country with this. How far away are you working with school districts? I mean, do you have school districts that drive two hours to get into this program, or do you find that most of the people that are participating are local to these cities? Um, you know, we have done shows in San Francisco where we have had schools from the Bay Area, more rural areas, drive four to five hours to attend the show. And that's not uncommon um, in uh, Salt Lake City and in Tempe. We had really statewide programs and we had schools coming from all over the state to participate in the program. Some of the schools are, are spending the night at hotels and fundraising for those costs. Um, and others are just, you know, leaving school at four, three or four in the morning to make the whole program. That's amazing. And, I, I, and all of that is an amazing experience for these kids. I, I want to focus a little bit on the curriculum. You've talked a little bit about how it works. What kind of materials and stuff does the program offer teachers? Is this book-based? Is this digital-based? Is this a combination of things? When you guys partner up and, and you know, you, you exchange the curriculum, what, what does that look like for the teacher? In, is there any professional development so the teacher understands the full program? Um, well, it's it's both. It, I mean, there's there's a hard copy that the students get um, called the student guide, and that's uh, almost like a, a workbook that the students use to get as a material for the program. Just the teachers uh, have a digital um, lesson plan that they're uh, referring to, which also has a. Um, um, an adaptation uh, uh, for differentiation. So if they have um, uh, English language learners or students reading significantly below grade level, we have suggested uh, ways to go through the program and, and alternative activities. Um, and then the, uh, but the, the meat of this uh, program as far as the interaction um, is digital. And uh, we built a, uh, uh, an amazing, digital uh, archive. Um, Sasha, you want to talk about how, how the students use that? Um, sure. So we um, developed a website for a password protected website that teachers and students can uh, access online and it contains more than 200 primary source documents um, covering uh, people, events, and, and key seminal documents of the founding era um, to be a jump off point for the students to do research. So we were, when we were developing the program, we were very conscious that some schools might have restrictions on how much time they could spend teaching the curriculum, or even just um, restrictions on how much time the teacher had to look for outside resources. So we wanted to create a website where teachers could go to it and 
do the entire curriculum from the beginning to the end without having to leave it. And so we spent a lot of time um, making sure the documents were friendly for the students um, and were accessible for different reading levels. Um, and also um, we wanted to include um, topics that were in Hamilton the musical, um, but we also wanted to include some that aren't covered in the musical. And so covering some um, important women and African Americans um, and other figures maybe who are not taught in history books, um, so that if students wanted to step away from who is in the musical, they could um, research those figures that they sort of more. Um, and so using that website, students can do their creative pieces. Um, but we've also seen a lot of students use our website as a jumping off point and then going to do additional research beyond what we've provided on those figures or events that they're focusing on. So Sasha, as the director of education here, I'm, you know, you've worked with all of these great teachers, all of these great students. Is there any stories that pop out from your time working with the kids or some kind of wonderful teachable moment that you saw some students' worlds just light up by being on or around the stage? Um, there are so many. I, would, I really have to tell you, every student matinee, I am shocked that um, there are still so many amazing creative performances being done by students and how inspiring the work they're doing is. Um, but um, I will say that it's, it's great to see that students are so in tune with, with what's happening right now, right now today in current events, mm -hmm. um, because we see we see what's happening in society today in politics and in culture on stage reflected in the students performances um but one of the performances that has struck me recently is we had a performance just this past month um, on, um that was a letter to thomas jefferson from one of his grandchildren um, on the hemming side and it was about being sort of a about being an unrecognized family member of a prominent figure in American history. And the student was really um, making, was really speaking for his own personal experiences and using Thomas Jefferson as Sally Hemings as a comparison to what his life and what his family life is like. And I really think those are just the most amazing experiences when we're in the theater and we see students studying the founding era and relating it to what is happening in their lives today and seeing that they can also do what someone like um, Alexander Hamilton did, which is, you know, um, overcome the obstacles that are put in front of them and be an important part of our society and, um, and what's going to happen in the future of our country. That's awesome. Tim, how about yourself? What, you know, obviously you've got a, a rich tradition in education yourself here, but now you've transitioned to this director role. What teachable moments have you seen from students who have been experiencing this amazing um, opportunity? You know, one of the things that uh, people often comment on is that one of the reasons Hamilton is so popular is because uh, people can see themselves on the stage because of the multicultural cast. Um, one of the things that uh, that Sasha alluded to, and it's absolutely true, is that um, students not only see themselves in the cast, students start seeing themselves in these figures in history. Um, and so the, you know, the expansion for the students' uh, minds as far as the, the, you know, breaking down some of those barriers that uh, the founding era is just a bunch of dead white guys. 
um, that's you know the the idea that there was uh, there was more plurality that there were you know con contributions by African Americans by women by groups who you know whose voices normally aren't heard. Those students pick up on this and they start seeing themselves in the you know these people and their their struggles and their triumphs. Um, you know, that's in general. In, in one incident in particular, it actually was captured in a, in a video that we were shooting in a school that was doing the, the program, was uh, students after class out in the hall, standing by their lockers, having a heated argument about the, the actual impact that um, Thomas Paine's common sense had on the colonies. I mean, where, where do you see that happen? I mean, that that just does not happen. You know? That's pretty cool. <laughs> yes, incredibly cool. So, um, you know, it's it's those kinds of you know uh, realizations that you know students are having that this isn't dry, old, dusty, boring stuff. That this is actually compelling, important, amazing stuff that they can relate to. The website is gilderlerman.org, G-I-L-D-E-R-L-E-H-R-M-A-N.org. And Tim, when we come to the website, and if a student or I should say when a school district is interested in signing up, what has to happen? Is it a simple application? Is there a fee involved? How, how, does, how does the school district get, get started with this? And what is the enrollment process? Do you enroll constantly? Do you have certain spots in the year when you bring uh, school districts in? What does it look like for a district? Well, it depends on the city that we're going to. Um, Sasha, why don't you take this? You can talk about how we enroll. Um, sure. So our schedule for the program really is dependent right now on the tour schedule um, of Hamilton. So we go to selected tour cities. Um, and so, for example, next week we'll be in Boston. Um, but you mentioned some of the cities that will be in the spring. The um, application process is rolling, so it's open all the time. And so schools can go to our website and just fill out a really simple form that has, um, it's an interest form, I would say, um, that asks for basic information on the school, including whether or not they're a Title I school um, and, um, and what city they're interested in participating. And as we get new cities um, signed up um, for the program, we add them right away. Um, and so schools can sign up today, they can sign up next month. The application is always open. Um, we've gotten applications from all over the country, even though we haven't announced cities. And I always tell schools, it doesn't hurt to sign up because we don't know where we're going to be next school year. Um, but if they're signed up, we'll reach out to them as soon as we know we're going to be in their area. That's pretty cool. I, I, I love the fact that you guys are all over and then people can certainly take advantage of all of that stuff. Um, guys, I want to say thank you so much. Like this, this is a fantastic program. If, if you're looking for more information, you can go over to gilderlerman.org. And of course, you can reach out to them on Facebook, on Instagram, and on Twitter at, at Gilder Lerman. Um, lots of great stuff here. Tim, what advice do you have for any school district that's looking into this program and might be thinking about putting in an application? <laughs> no reason not to, and every reason to. Um, you know, your students, uh, you know, there were three things that we set out to do with this program. One was that students would learn, uh, you know, about the founding era and how important it is in history and to, the, and to their own lives. Uh, two was that they would gain skills uh, we talked about as far as research skills, writing skills, uh, presenting skills, and three, that they would have an experience that they would never forget. And uh, for all of those reasons, uh, school districts should be uh, clamoring to get into this program. Nice. Sasha, final thoughts on this. Talk to those teachers that are out there that are saying, is this program for me? Um, 
I would say that this program is for everyone. We've had um, students at all different reading levels participate. We've had transfer schools. We've had newcomer schools, um, ELL classes participate. And really, the, the program is fantastic. So if you're thinking about it, I would do a quick Google search and put in the hashtag Edgeham and take a look at some of the work that students have done for the program because there's just some fantastic student performances out there on the web and coverage of the shows and it'll really show you what your students are are going to do as part of the program and i think that speaks for itself this is teacher cast podcast episode number 187 all of the links that we've been talking about tonight are going to be over in our show notes it is a fantastic musical it is a fantastic educational program tim and sasha thank you so much for your time today and please come on back we would love to to continue these conversations and and, and, and maybe you can bring Hamilton himself onto the program one day. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Jeff. Yeah, thank you. And we want to say thank you guys out there for making TeacherCast your home for professional development. Don't forget there's several great channels on TeacherCast featuring administrative tools, STEM tools, podcasting tools, tech coach tools. If you need it, TeacherCast is the place to be. And on behalf of everybody here on the TeacherCast Educational Network, my name is Jeff Bradbury, reminding you to keep up the great work in your classroom and continue sharing your passions with your students.